First of all, thanks a lot for joining the webinar and good morning. So myself, Bhakav and Pallavi already given the introduction, so we can just jump up related to cloud native development. So nowadays, suddenly, a lot of buzz is coming in world, cloud native, cloud native application, microservice, container, there's a lot of new technology coming around in the globe, okay? And since it's quite possible, it's a bit technical, so I just wanted to touch upon those terms as well. So what we are going to get here, so agenda would be, what is the cloud native application? Introducing new architecture style, designing microservice container, agile benefit of your cloud native development, DevOps summary, deploying cloud native application and cloud native application lifecycle. These are the points which I can touch upon quickly, a small, a small point. Then we will talk about fully cloud native. So now when we talk about the cloud native, so cloud native, it is not only for cloud. First thing, so when the word come cloud, it does not mean it is only for cloud. So when you are developing any application, it could be deployed anywhere. But since uh, we are doing the development or the uh, application development many decades, there's a lot of issues while we are doing the development. There's the, what is the challenge? There's a lot of challenge in the sense of one, agility, second, scalability. So if we are using the uh, application, any point of time I wanted to scale, there is the some issues. Availability, so there is the third issue which we are facing the availability. Our system could be 24 into 7 available. If I'm doing my deployment, then also it could be available. If something is horrible happened, then also some services need to be available. Now, related to your scalability, availability, agility, and resiliency. So somebody somebody said, very uh, some CTO said, whenever you design your cloud native application, you design for failure. Means, since it is the distributed system now we are entering, and there's a lot of services which we develop, it could be in any network. It could be anywhere. So distributed services, we need to design for failure. So my, what we are going to do today, we are not talking about anything related to a specific only cloud. Yes, definitely, whatever application we are going to develop, that can be in the cloud also. And why? Because now everybody is adopting the cloud. So obviously we need to design our service if we are going to deploy in on-premises or any private data center or any private cloud or any public cloud. I don't need to change even single line. Without doing the code change, I can move to cloud. Our cloud to on-premises, that also I can do. If we are able to get, if we are able to get this kind of, uh, this kind of uh, application development, probably we are good. So keeping in mind, uh, we are going to, when, when, when we are saying cloud native development, so what, first we need to create the cloud native applications. So we need to create the uh, cloud native application and then we will see what option and how we can deploy. Now the process of cloud native application, which initiate from beginning, it could from planning to your end of your monitoring your workloads. So 
when we talk about so what is the cloud native cloud native is an approach of designing and building modern distributed application the approach is supported by four essential pillar so so if you see the four essential pillar so ideally i can if you are from management so ideally it could be your agile code compass but i just put in the last since we are more talking about the technical terms so first things when we talk about the cloud native we need to adopt our architecture style we need to change our architecture style if we are doing that is good and how and what we need to change we will talk about it so a cloud native application consists of discrete reusable components known as a microservice that are designed to integrate into any cloud environment again it's written a cloud environment means whenever you want to change or you wanted to go further so suppose currently i develop my application in the on premises if i wanted to go in the cloud i don't need to change a single line related to code i understand quite possibly there could be configuration changes it seems okay but i don't need to change single line in the code and as the it's a microservice as a architecture style how we need to adopt those architecture style we will see so this is the first things a first essential pillar in the cloud native development the second is container these microservices act as a building blocks so why because when we talk about the microservice my any component can be scale any point of time so let's take a small use case which take like amazon amazon have the various functionality and i'm assuming everyone is using the amazon right so when we talk about the search when we talk about the payment billing different different component all together whenever we design a microservice we need to decompose based on a business capability what is the business capability the business capability in the sense of domain name now if you see here in the amazon itself we have the various functionality first search for payment billing car maybe various right now any point of time i'm thinking my search could be a, a business capability where any point of suddenly i am getting the more spike probably people are not purchasing more maybe they are not doing the more billing will get the less hit maybe something some other component is getting very very less hit means that particular component can be scale any point of time if i am able to create this kind of architecture it style it could be better so who so supporting your architecture we need the container it could be building blocks and often package a container in one container can be launched any any sort of uh, application which have one business capability so i wanted to scale same business capability i can create multiple container that doesn't matter whenever i wanted to descale i can descale those containers simply so we will we will talk about the container also so and it's not going to practical but little bit i have talked about all these four pillars now third devops since we talk about it business capability could be many in the one application which we are using the monolithic application it could be many small small services now we decompose when we decompose so initially suppose i am using the one application now i'm fine uh, business capability is 20 
So if I'm using the 20 business capability means 20 deployable components. Those can be wall, jar, that doesn't matter. But those 20, who is going to manage? Nobody, right? Since once you have one application, probably somebody can deploy manually, somebody can test manually, somebody can do everything manually. But when you have the 20 and think about the large enterprise architecture way or large enterprise organizations, nobody is going where you have the 900 application, nobody can do the manual anything. So supporting your this architecture, we need to have the DevOps. And DevOps is nothing, it's a culture of your development and operation team to work jointly and produce your robust software or good quality software. Now, microservice work together as a whole to comprise an application. It each can be independently scaled, continuously improved, and quickly integrated through automation and orchestration process. Means it could have the separate CI/CD pipeline. Whenever I wanted to deploy this one service separately, I can. It could not impact other services. Now, supporting your, again, the same architecture, kind of uh, microservice architecture, we need to adopt the Agile also. The flexibility of each microservice adds to the agility and continuous improvement of cloud-native application. So, it is a process where everywhere you need to, and why the Agile is coming in the market? Because we wanted to just ship our, a small, small component immediately go to market easily. Okay, so these now, if we clubbed all four essential packages, we can call a cloud native development, a cloud native application creation using your microservices, using your uh, shipping as a container, using your DevOps, using your Agile. If these four essential services we are using, we are using the cloud native application development. Now, we will understand one by one these four, and then we will understand what the benefit we are going to get. It. Okay? So, uh, there is a poll which uh, uh, before that uh, I wanted to conduct, since we wanted to understand what kind of strengths we have related to this. So, those are the small questions like, uh, uh, do you have a previous experience in the cloud native or your current workload is a kind of work, uh, cloud native in a structure? So, Pallavi, go for the two questions related to Paul. Sure. So, here is the first question that you can see on your screen. And those questions is nothing, it's just wanted to understand what level you are. So based on that, we can check where we can adjust. Okay, so people have vote for the same. Let's display the result. Okay, so we can see 82 percent people have voted as uh, still they have not worked in cloud native development environment yet. So this uh, webinar is going to help them a lot to learn more about this functionality. Great. 
सो लेट्स गो हेड विद दी अनादर क्वेश्चन शैल आई डिस्प्ले द अनादर क्वेश्चन या यू कैन गो हेड फॉर ऑल थ्री नो प्रॉब्लम ऑल राइट So let's display the results. So we can see fifty-seven percent people have voted as they are adopting their organization is adopting cloud-native development process. Great. So let's go ahead with the last question. Okay, so we have displayed the uh, the poll for the last question as well. Sir, do you want to say anything on the same? No, no. Just wanted to tell the result as of now. This that's okay. Then we can go ahead. We don't have much okay. time. Okay, thirty-eight percent people have voted for this. Where they were already Perfect. using. Perfect. Okay. okay. Thanks, team. So let's understand introducing the new architecture style, which I talk about the four pillars. So first pillar we are we are going to talk about it. Now, why this architecture is required? First of all, because there is the four things which I talk about it, which is first improve time to market means agility. Nobody wanted to so suppose some small changes. As I taken the example one Amazon. So let's take the same example. I wanted to change something only in the search. If I'm using the your full, to, I mean whatever we did the monolithic style, the SOA style, all my services is tightly coupled. If, if all are the tightly coupled, if I wanted to make a small change in the search, it quite possibly I need to do full testing, full functionality, because might be possible. in that particular bundle or deployable component my payment is also there search is also there my billing is also there every function business functionality is inside one deployable component but i wanted to change only search how you are this is the small business functionality if it is the small functionality why i need to deploy all the functionality again it take lot of time so we wanted to improve the time to market now as i said if i wanted to scale only search component could i deal the could i do the monolithic style no because if i wanted to do since all my business capability in the one deployable component possibly i i cannot so this architecture forced me to because there is the so when we talk about the related to our on premises probably i need the infrastructure 
end, it takes a lot of time for getting the infrastructure. Since we are already in the cloud and moving our most of the workload in the cloud, so what is required? My code is automatically scaled any point of time. Since we are already getting info and all details within the minute or two minutes. So what is the blocking? Now blocking is my code where I need wanted only my search capability to increase. But here my search capability is not a single capability or it's not a single deployable component. So first I need to make the each business capability need to decompose. So this is also second requirement which scale on the demand. Move resiliency. So if something is big, so suppose one component is big, probably my full application is going to break. I don't want to do it. Definitely if search is having some issue, definitely search can be big. And I wanted to fix the search that that seems okay. But other functionality which can be payment, which can be billing, it cannot be big. When I talk about the availability, means if I have the problem in the only search, probably my other system, so it's it's a uh, every thread is going to block. Maybe I'm and search is only issue, but everybody is, is still searching, and it's a heavy issue because of that. Might be possible my all thread is going to choke, or maybe I'm getting the issue in the availability. So we need to force these things to adopt the new architecture style. Now, if you see, yes, they had already tried with the SOA. So they already tried with the SOA, but they failed. Why? There is the some visions in the SOA. SOA is always talk about your integrations of many enterprise application. Here, in the here the new architecture style, which we talk, talk about the microservices, those force me to decompose a business capability. Now, if you see, we have the SOA now improve time to market, scale on time, more resiliency, resilient system which we are creating, so more resilience we are expecting and availability. Now, if you see, think to real world use cases, is the SOA able to introduce new feature quickly? Have you ever seen a SOA in the cloud? So we are what we are going to develop in the cloud native. We are going to develop the cloud native application can be deployed anywhere. It could be on-prem, it could be your hybrid cloud, it could be your private cloud, it could be your public cloud. That doesn't matter. So your code is going to develop, which can be anywhere. That does that doesn't matter. Now if we are we are going to achieve now SOA is restricting. Is SOA able to disgrade gracefully? If I wanted to descale or scale, can I do in gracefully? No, it's it's a, it's a lot of issues in the SOA itself. Now, if you see, if you see, this is the one application which is all bundled, which is the search functionality, recommendations, wish list, many functionality inside. So same same which we I talked about it. So you can take now my search is request, my search demand is. 5 million or 10 million or 20 million request per minute. However, if you see admin component, which is the inside a bundle, which probably it create an issue. Right? So that, that possibly. Right? Then what is the meaning? Meaning is based on my request, I wanted to scale. I don't want to scale my admin also since it's have only 5 requests per minute. However, if you see the search, it could be 2 million, 3 million, 5, minute hit, 5 million hit I'm expecting per minute. 
So which one I need to scale? I need to scale both or only one? I wanted to scale my one capability because I am based on the hit I am I wanted to scale my infer. Okay, if you see there is a load balancer. This is the purely monolithic kind of style. Now monolithic is simple to develop, test and deploy, but if project is alive, it go and become a follow-up mode. Means when it's go and if you see and do the waterfall model, etc., it is a difficult to manage later. How we will talk about it. It is too large for any single developer to full understanding. Now, startup time could take from 10 to 15 minutes. Whenever we are doing the deployment, if I have the full functionality, probably it takes 5 minutes, 10 minutes deployable time. Nobody will wait 5 minutes or 10 minutes. Right? A bug in the any module can potentially bring downtime also. So, if, as I described, if search has the bug, probably it could be my full application can also restore or maybe downtime. We don't want this. So these are the problem area which we wanted to now. If you see Netflix, so this use case which taken even a decade before, Netflix was still operating as a monolithic. A single missing semicolon brought down the entire Netflix website for several hours. So they already experienced. Once they experienced, after that, now now they are using the fully microservice or distributed application architecture and nowadays you probably know only the dvd company but nowadays they are providing lot of library related to your open source project and they are the huge contributor of your open source now cloud native application now we are entering how we need to develop yes probably you are right able to live in the distributed system what is the distributed system if we, if we see the distributed system, if uh, I, if you see the distributed system, so distributed system is a system whose components are located on different network, computer, which communicate each other how they are using any protocol, any messaging protocol, probably it could be any protocol, HTTP, AMQT, any protocol, that doesn't matter. So here we are talking about the distributed system now if you see adopting a microservice architecture pattern leverage on infrastructure automated as i said when you talk about the microservice development probably you need to change your culture change your infrastructure also based on the two things when you adopting this architecture first devops and automation is essential nobody can deny on it it could be on-prem or cloud using the DevOps and tool. So if you see adopting a microservice architecture pattern leveraged on infrastructure automations using DevOps tools and culture. What do you mean? Means we will see how we can design. If you see here, you already aware about the first one, which is the monolithic application divided by technology, where you have the presentation layer, business logic, a DAO layer, all in the one bundle. Right, and any request is coming, probably it landed to your presentation layer, business layer, and then DAO. And DAO once you connected to your database, right? So you are the one probably database. Now, if you see microservice application divided by domain, it could always divided by domain and based on the business capability. Now, each 
each request come in the API gateway. What is the API gateway? That is the one basic component where you have the routing, security, multiple things which you need to enable. If you see each service, billing, passenger, driver, payment, driver, all are the separate components. Each component separately deployed, tested, managed, monitored separately. Now, whenever we have the one application, probably we can monitor quickly. But whenever we break one to 20, probably it is difficult to monitor. Means you need to adopt all the automation. As we talk about it, everything should be isolated. When everything is isolated, means your infrastructure also work as a service or work as a code. When you need to automate any point of time, if your infrastructure can be Create the any workload, scale, descale, deploy, everything you can do. So your infrastructure should be fully automated using any sort of technology. Maybe DevOps you are using, maybe any skip, whatever you are using, that is the different task. Now, microservices are small autonomous services that work together. All microservices must be independently deployable and upgradable. Microservice must respect a single responsibility. As I said, search is only responsible search. That doesn't matter. It is not belong to any payment billing, anything. Since search is only, and when you are changing the search, it could be only reason to change the only search functionality. It could not be any other reason for the change. So developer cannot do any changes if search is not going to change. So each would have the single responsible principle. If you talk about it, so single responsibility, so in the microservices, so if you see anyone is more interested, they can learn solid, solid principle. So solid principle will adopt by microservices. Now, some microservices expose an API that's consumed by others. So when we talk about it, one service need to call another service. So since we are in the distributed world, right? Might be possible one service is uh, deploying one network, second service can deploy in the second network as well. How they need to communicate? They need to communicate by any sort of protocol, etc. Now, other microservices communicate with each other using asynchronous or synchronous. That doesn't matter. Some of the uh, services which can be sync, which can be async also, based on your use cases. Now, if you see each service are independent, it could be have the separate database also. So, if you see each service with passenger, driver, take all other separate. If I wanted to scale, I can scale separately any point of time. The microservice architecture pattern impacts the relationship between application and the database. Each of services has its own database, microservice architecture or new architecture, cloud native architecture, which helps and you can, based on your business capability, you can choose your best technology. I itself now I did not talk about, you can develop your, this architecture in which technology, any technology, maybe Node.js, Java, maybe uh, Python, or any sort of technology that depend upon your project, depend upon you. A service can use a type of database that is best suited to its need. It's often result in duplications of some data, but 
it is necessary to ensure loose coupling as we talk about all of the loose coupling isolations so these are the basic principles about the microservice if you see your customer service you have the three services all these related to only customer service if you hear also so if you see the orchestrations need to direct the change things at one time the downside in this orchestration suppose is that customer service can become too much of the central governance so every time whenever i wanted to change these also and my customer service is going to a governance policy now if you see here choreography is the decided to design time but you can change frequently thanks to ci or cd you need to when you are using so any point of time you wanted to customer create event you can the downside is to monitor these too many services or complex many services you need to monitor so that's what we are talking nowadays lot of tool using the taking tool support we are creating all automation it could be my monitoring it could be anything that doesn't matter now if, as i talk about the api gateway which is the single uh, responsible for routing my all calls api gateway is responsible for request routing compositions and protocol translation all request from client first go through your api gateway then it routed to your request appropriate microservice because it's maintain your client side load balancing it maintain your security it maintain your service discovery when it look up the service discovery based on the service discovery whatever node it is available or whatever your pod is available it route only available pods so so uh, that that is possible via api gateway it might have other responsibilities such as the authentication monitoring load balancing passing request shaping and management that is static response handle so these are the if you see there is the various api which can be have the netflix api and here we have multiple call if you see nine network call collapsed into one when network latency cost paid only once if you see client logic pushed to server the 20 plus redundant call has been removed so this is this is also a advantage now if you see one more advantage so whenever we are getting the call it could be go to api gateway and api gateway will have the load balancer now service discovery which is one more concept where it have all your service if you see service registry would have all your registry of all services it so your load balancer before routing to a specific node it look up your service discovery how many these service one service might be possible in the four nodes deployed two nodes so it automatically take whatever available node it will route based on your load balancer load balancer directly talking to your service discovery so any point of time you are scaling and this is scaling your pods that that doesn't matter now network location now network location of a service instance is registered with the service registry when it start up it is removed from the service discovery or service registry when the instance terminated the service instance registration is typically refreshed periodically using the heartbeat mechanism so there is a based on their heart whenever they up automatically they will register it is service to service registry is not going to take the data so they are going to give the data 
by a heartbeat or something. Whenever you need to start any service, it takes. Now, if you see, so any point of time, you can, so the, the, this pattern called the circuit beta, beta pattern. So, you, somebody very beautifully said, design your application for failure. When you ready for failure, so suppose I am accessing XYZ service. That service is fail, what will next? It is not my job because that service is the third party, quite, quite possibly it's a third party service. It is my service, probably I can still look. But if it is the third party service, I am doing the integration with maybe SBI service, what will I do? Then also I need to create some fallback mechanism. If something is not there or something is fake, what I need the fallback mechanism. I need to use that. Now, everything seems okay in this architecture. The only problem related to data consistency, which we talk about when we do the VTEC MCA, we talk about the ACID mechanism. So this is the only things which is we need to compromise in the microservice. So you you know there's the cap theorem. So cap theorem will give the consistency, availability, and your partitional tolerance. So always you will achieve or you need to pick two of them. So we have the three, we need to pick two. It always will give you the two. Now if you see the service, when I call, so if you see one service which is the order table, second service which is the customer table. I wanted to take some data from the customer's table. I don't need to go directly. I need to go by a service. So if I, so this particular service needs something related to customer data, definitely they can not go by a direct call the customer table because it's more, again, you are making the tightly coupled. As the principle, it, can, it is the loosely coupled. So it will go via the customer service. Now, deploying cloud native application. So one part which is related to our development, how we need to create our development, uh, uh, how we need to create our application. Now, what we are moving ahead, we are moving how we need to deploy. So we created multiple uh, services which we need to deploy now. Now, we have the many options. One is the virtual machine. Second is the container. Third is the uh, container can be anywhere. It could be your uh, public cloud, private cloud, anywhere. Now, we will take two things. One is the VMs and then we will take the container. How we need to. And those containers can be created anywhere. As you know, most of the container which can be cloud is now in picture and you can get the info immediately. So, it could be more, more use, realistic use case to do the deployment in the container way. So virtual machine need more care and feeding. Now if you need see, name the VMs, tune in groom regularly, feed pet with the good food, take pet the wet when they are sick. Now if you see there something is gone, then you need to go and connect your VMs. You don't have other option. But if you, if you see the container of cloud uh, server, if you see VM is not unique. Now tune in groom app, not the cater. Now replace when necessary. Now kill it when they are sick. Means any container is now not available, let him kill. Immediately we need to adopt and we need to deploy the second, uh, create the second container. How, how, however, my code is one place. So using this, we, you already know many, many sort of technology available like Docker, Kubernetes, etc. So using those, we will create our infra, infra as a container way. 
if we have so one is the microservice second is if we create those are deployment as a container we will get more power now if you see these are the differences why the container nowadays coming or we are going to adopt it now if you talk about the vms heavyweight lightweight so if you see here this these images what is the main differences the main differences is each application which you are going to in the each vms every vm we have the their own os whenever you deploy any service in their own vm uh, it what will have its own os it take lot of time and since it's already have the separate os it create lot of starting time as well so if you see limited performance each vm run its own os now hardware level virtualization so only they are getting the hardware level virtualization it start up time in a minute now allocate required memory we need to allocate 5 gb 6 gb whatever we want we need to state power need to allocate we cannot spin our memory based on the whatever we, i have so we will see in the container so i have the 10 gb if any thing is free i can create immediately the second container right now fully if you see the vms fully isolated and hence more secure it is more secure but we can achieve all the security level in the container also since if you see we have only one host os and there would be some container engine it may be docker acl linux container so docker is most popular so that's what i written the docker engine now if you see what is required your code is required based on the code dependency where you have the lot of library and all you can each separate separate container you can create any number of container and so as i said suppose it's a half the 10 gb any number of container you can if any point of time it it is not going to use those 10 gb it can be destroyed and create again okay so what is the benefit of the container lightweight native performance all containers share the host os so they don't have the their separate os os level virtualization however if you see vm is the hard level virtualization now startup time in the this is the beauty right since if you are getting the container startup time in the milliseconds means you already have the image and everything your code or library everything in place somewhere in they can your all code can be compiled and deployed within the millisecond so this is the one of the major uh, important uh, aspect we are going as a container required less memory space now process level isolation possibly less secure so we can as we talked about we need to create the orchestration and all we can make the secure for this however if i compare vm in this probably less secure but it does not mean we, we don't make the secure now if you see i created one container and that container can be deployed anywhere means it could be your development vms it could be your qa server it could be your uh, cluster data center public cloud private that doesn't matter now means means first i need to create the container what the container will have container will have your image what image image will have your code dependencies all these details basically 
So an engine that enable any payload to encrypt a lightweight portable self-sufficient container. So self-sufficient means one business capability in one image and that create a container and container can ship anywhere, run, ship anywhere. No matter which environment you are going to use. So that can be manipulated using standard operations and run consistently on virtually any hardware platform. As I said, it could be same container or same uh, when you create image and all, same container can be run any. It could be your UAT environment, it could be your pod environment, it could be a site environment, everything. As I said, when you develop the uh, microservice where you don't need to change your code based on the, your uh, environment, it can be deployed anywhere. I'm not talking about the configuration and all. That you need to manage separately. So some configuration and all, which is part of your microservice, which you can see how you can centralize and uh, version controlling uh, configuration you need to manage. Now, this is the one Docker technology, which is, if you see Docker file, which is giving the instructions, now image, we, are, we have the, we can create the image, what the image will have. Image will have all your details about your code, your library, your other dependencies. You can push and pull your image in the Docker registry. So Docker registry is only for push and pull or provide you repository to store your image. Similarly, you have the uh, Google container registry, AWS, many container registry, like Git, Git where you can just do the code here, you can just pull image, you can deploy. Now, if you see, when you run this image, it create a container, okay? Once create, you can stop, start all container, and those container can run anywhere. So just wanted to, now you, Docker Compose is a tool of defining and running multi container Docker applications. Now these are the Sean Hub, how I already talked about it, where you can just do the publish or save your images. Now this is related to OpenShift where we can, this is the orchestrations, right? And everything is there where you have this, if you see registry port, all are your separate, separate containers. You're using the Docker technology. This is the Kubernetes which managing and here is the OpenShift where you have the DevOps and all this. It's already inbuilt functionality. Now, cloud native application lifecycle where we can use the DevOps and CD. So, we talk about two things. One is the architecture. Second, we talk about the container. Now, we are entering in the DevOps quickly. So, DevOps is the bigger terms, but I'm just quickly talk about the two, two, three minutes. Now, when we talk about the creation of the microservice, we already need the cross functionality because we are following mostly the domain driven approach. The idea is to have the cross functionality. Now, two pizza, which in AWS, your Amazon CEO given the idea how it is the two pizza is going to not sufficient for the full team. How should that you can already most, most of the no people you know probably. Now, products, projects, not products, not projects. So when we talk about project, now we are talking about team responsible for services should, so whatever service I'm going to develop, I'm responsible for that service. I'm not responsible for full project. I'm only responsible for my service, okay? So team responsible for service should own a product over its full lifetime for 
So from development to maintenance. So if I develop one service, I'm full responsible from all the cost life cycle. Now, if you see a team able to develop, deploy, test services. Services means your microservices from dev to production. A team with all necessary skills, developer, tester, DBA, system admin, and so on. If you see here, so how we are development team, continuous integration, collaborative development, continuous monitoring, feedback, ops team. If you see automatic, automated configuration, automated testing, how they are doing a small, small release. If you integrate it in this way, they are going to a team that take responsibility of its for not project, its product. All these things means as a DevOps. Now, so there's a couple of trends of cloud native app, which is composable. So application should be designed a small and independent building block, which can be composed to fulfill a specific business function. As I talk about Agile, which is already why we are doing a small, small sprint, etc. Because we are just wanted to go to market or small, small stories. We are talking about the product, not project. Now, flexible. So, design should promote freedom of changing right technology for right task. I, so, like I use the search. Search could be, it is not a best database, like RDBMS is the best for the search. Maybe I can NoSQL database, which is the more lighter and faster. I can adopt that. I am not going to a specific bounding for any technology. Each component can be built in the technology best suited. For example, use Python, Python, or mathematically complex services while you have the Node.js or any, any sort of. Now, program, now design should promote use of the API, which can be used to your construct applications. The business logic is de facto in a such a way that no component crosses its domain boundary. How you need to develop DDD model. So you need to create the uh, business functionality based on the DDD. Now functionless. So functionless, the transition from development to operations should be seamless. With an aim to automate the entire pipeline tool set and manage infrastructure. If so, these are the trends of the cloud native app. Now, a few things you need to take care. Although cloud native is an approach of choice of building modern application, they have their own set of issues which need careful planning to mitigate. So we need to mitigate those. Now, too many of them. Agile culture. We need to adopt the agile culture. In between responsibility. Need for speed. Means we are going for scalable. Choose wisely. So when we need to talk about technology, we need to choose wisely. Also, once technology is decided, then also probably you need to choose based on the... So as I talk about, which service is going to sync or sync? You need to choose wisely. Okay, so these are the basics, few things related to which we need to take care while we are going in the cloud native development. Okay, now cloud native in other contexts. If you see cloud enabled, cloud ready, cloud based, cloud first. Is it really? As I talk about it first, it is not only for the cloud. 
but it could be for cloud also, right? As I said, when you develop your application, so when we have the any system or application developed, so how you, so suppose you are already working in the monolithic, now it needs to go to cloud. Start immediately you thinking what need to change, what code you need to change, etc. If you already created the cloud native applications using the cloud native development environment and all, you don't need to think about it. Any point of time, today my application is running in the on form. If any point of time I need to go for the cloud or any cloud, I'm okay. So today I'm using the GCP. Tomorrow I'm going to using, if I'm not using any GCP independent, uh, dependent uh, services, I can go any anywhere. It could be today AWS, could be IBM cloud, could be your uh, Azure, that doesn't matter. Means a cloud enabled application in the application that was developer for deploy in a traditional data center, but was later changed. So, it, so initially you did in the on-form, which is in the data center, that it also could run in a cloud environment. As I, as I said, probably today you could be in on-form, tomorrow could be anywhere. Now, cloud native application, however, are built to operate only in the cloud. Now, developers design cloud native application to be scalable, platform technologies, and compromise of the your comprise of your microservices, as we already talked about. Now, cloud ready, so my application could be ready for cloud. Cloud enablement means any point of time I can enable it. Cloud-based service or application is delivered over the internet. It's a general term applied library to any number of cloud offerings. Cloud native is more specific term. Cloud native describe application designed to work in cloud environment. So if you see the term denotes application that ready on microservice, CI, and CD which is the continuous integration and continuous delivery can be used via any cloud platform. We are not talking about any specific cloud. Now cloud first, cloud first describe a business strategy in the organizations. Commit to using the cloud resources first when launching new IT services. So you can, so most of the cloud nowadays, if I, I talked about today's uh, statistics, it's 40% workload moving to our cloud native develop, uh, cloud native environment or cloud native uh, uh, application going to create it. Now, still there's a lot of chances which coming years, most of the 80-90% uh, workload need to go in the cloud. But prior to that, you need to create the cloud native development or cloud native applications. So these are the uh, details which are packed as a lightweight container, developed with the best read language, so language framework can be anything. Now, isolation, so all these details. Now, whenever we talk about the uh, microservice, we must talk about the tall factor. We need to create the application which you need to build with cloud native software as a service using this tall factor. So, do, these are the tall factor code-based dependency, config, backing services, build, run, release, process, code bonding, concurrency, disposability, dev, tall, dev and pod, partition, log, 
admin process, all these 12 factors need to come. And these are the eight steps for the cloud native. So somebody, I mean, red has given. Now your DevOps concept will be there. Your speeding of your current workload, how you can make it. Use your application service speed development. Choose the right tools. Provide your self-service on demand infrastructures. Any point of time your service wanted to scale, it can be automated. Now you can automate your application delivery, implement a continuous integration and continuous delivery technique and your modular architecture. If you see again, any point of time, we are getting the idea and we can work and deploy. So somebody is, we need to, if you see before and past, we need to, if we are going to adopt the cloud native development, we need to go as a development architecture style as a microservices. If you see before, we have tightly coupled component, slow deploy cycle. So it's small. So we, when we have the before a monolithic, my waterfall model, maybe in the six month, we have the one or two deployment. Here we are talking about loosely coupled, automated deploy without waiting on individual components. So everyone is working on their own component, they can deploy separately. Now, if you see the container, make sure software match with the hardware, build snowpack each environment. If you see the container after how it look like, build once, run anywhere. A shared construct between the software and hardware. Now DevOps, which we talked about, not my problem. Now here, shared your responsibility. Okay, now if you see continuous delivery. So here release once, six months, here mom. So when you uh, release will go in the six month, probably chances is more for the more bug. If you are doing the small, small delivery, probably you don't have much bug in the final way. Small, small things because you are already doing two, three weeks de uh, deployment, you can get the more output. So this is from my end probably. And some, just give me one minute, I wanted to give you some highlights. So here, if you see, we have the cloud native, computing foundation where all my technology stuff is, is allocated here. If you talk about it, Kubernetes, which is developed by Google, in 2014, they provide given to this cloud native foundations. So you can develop and it is the larger community. Most of the project and all has been, if it is related to open source, they need to go as a cloud native. So here you can, so this is the link where you can browse. If you see, orchestrations, application, database, streaming, various techniques, and most of the technology is here. So this is from my end. If anyone have any questions, they can go ahead. I will try to answer those questions. So thank you so much. So let's question answer session.